If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. I met my next guest at a networking event last year where we discovered we had to podcast with each other in some way. Her story is an inspirational one and I'm glad that I can now call her a friend. Jojo Elias married her now wife Jess on the 2019 season of Channel 7's Bride and Prejudice. Their story and quest for acceptance and an equality of love for all was one that touched the hearts of the nation, highlighting that same love really is all the same. Jojo is now on a mission to help people love themselves and by changing their world, they can change the world around them. I hope you enjoy this beautiful story and the time shared with Jojo and if you'd love to learn more about self-love, please get in touch with Jojo. Welcome Jojo (laughs) to the Ethical Evolution. Bindi, (laughs) thank you for having me. It's an an honour to be here. (laughs) Now, uh, for most people who don't know you, they've probably been under a rock. Um, You uh, are most well known um, for starring in Bride and Prejudice last season Um, and um, you were um, married to your wife, Jess. Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, for those living under a rock, yes, that's (laughs) what happened last year Um, and I was, yeah, really lucky um, that I got to marry my beautiful wife on national TV in the most bizarre circumstances. I guess it was not the traditional way of getting married. Yeah. Um, So what what drew you to actually apply for the show and, and be a part of it? Okay, yeah, so interesting story. Um, we didn't technically initially apply for it. I oh. got an email from Channel 7 from an old application that they had on file of me and and in an old relationship. And right. We, we, we were having a few drinks one night and we were talking about our wedding and I was like, oh, my God, babe, hold on, I've got, I've got this email and I read it out and um, they uh, said, oh, I don't know your current situation, but we think you would be great for the show. And we had a good old giggle about it. We were, yeah. And so we were like, well, let's let's apply. I mean, we've got a genuine story. Um, you know, we just sold our food truck and we were planning on going off traveling. Yeah. So we didn't really have any solid plans and we kind of just applied for it. And we thought we'd see where it go, you know, where it would go. And it 
kind of went to it just evolved so quickly and before we knew it we were unpacking um, and uh <laughs> off to Adelaide we were, we went <laughs> yeah so uh, do you regret doing it at all um no not at all no definitely I don't have many regrets in life really I think you know life is life is a journey and it's full of experiences and you know, there's new chapters that come, you know, that open and close. And so, uh, you know, it was definitely um, an experience you just, you know, you'll never forget. Um, and I think I'm, you know, really grateful that we yeah. that we did do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I always say that uh, everything happens in the divine time as it's meant to. And, and the story that you and Jess um, shared through that experience I think has really touched the nation. Um, I know yeah. I know. in watching it, it did open some people's eyes around same-sex relationships and that they're just the same as any other relationship. Um, yeah, definitely. Do you, you want to share your experience on, on the impact that's had for you um, since you've come out of the show? Yeah, look, I guess, you know, throughout the show we had and – and that's why – that's a huge part why I wanted to do it because I knew that our story would really, you know, so many people would resonate with our story, not just because they're gay or whether, you know, they've maybe been rejected by their families or, you know, their families have, you know, not accepted their partner because they're married outside their religion. And so I knew it would have all those, like, cultural diversities. Um, and so I guess, um, you know, I really... Throughout the show, we we try to support people as much as we can. Um, you know, just the stories of people just being able to, yeah, like you said, understand our relationship, understand same-sex marriage or relationships and realise, hey, hang on, we're no different. Yeah. Um, you know, people would, would turn around. Some, you know, comments were like, oh, you guys don't look like lesbians. <laughs> and it's like, well, what does a lesbian look like? <laughs> You know, there's that stereotype yeah. that you've got to look a certain way. We're too girly. We've got nail polish yeah. on, you know. It's like, and, and I think that's just people's, you know, I think back in the days it was easier to tell if you were a lesbian or if you were gay mm. because of the way you look. Yeah. Um, it's, um, and people would make those sort of assumptions. But, um, yeah, I think it's just been amazing just knowing that our story has helped a lot of people. Mm. Um, you know, I put together, I, I coached a, um, a, a self-love mm. course that I've put together. And so it's been really amazing connecting with people, you know, that way. And I think because I, um, I guess because of my attitude and the way I see things and I'm, you know, I'm a very optimistic very positive person and um, and I think I also have a big heart so I'm very, very understanding towards people and, um, you know, it's it's never been about trying to enforce your mm. opinions or anything on anyone. It's really about just, you know, giving people time and letting them, you know, they'll accept it when it's, you know, their time. They may not accept it um, but, you know, you still need to just get on with life and live your life yeah. um, rather than trying to please because, we, we, you know, we come from – we, uh, we we try and please people all the time and yeah. that really doesn't get you anywhere. Now, um, you touched yeah. on uh, the self-love course you do, uh, which we'll come back yeah. to in a second, but I do want to ask you about your mum and dad. Um, oh, who, yeah. Who were a very big part of the show as well. And um, you and I were at an event last Friday where, where Mama Loda was there. So, um, you know. Queen Lady rocked up. Yeah. And now how's things with Mum and Dad now after the show? 
Oh, but do you know what? Things are so much better now. It took, um, you know, we filmed uh, almost a year ago. We got married in May and then the show aired in October and I didn't see them pretty much for that whole time. Wow. Um, and the first time we actually sort of hung out and spoke was in December, So, um, which was really hard for me because I've never really had issues I don't like to really fight with people. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, just from filming, a lot was said. Yeah. And um, I just was really, really hurt and I just needed my own time. But mm. um, they're great. You know, I think I'm really, I really am quite blessed mm. uh, because they've never rejected me. They've never uh, kicked me out of their home. You know, I guess my dad at the beginning, he did really, really struggle, which was God, so so expected, you yeah. know, and um, and you know, mum, mum's mum's a real character, um, so they're really good. I think we, you know, maybe we'll have to do a podcast with uh, with Mama Queen Lodi oh, one beautiful. day. And, you know, you could just uh, she's yeah, it'd be good to get. I always like to get her perspective yeah. because you know it's always interesting to see how they went, you know, what their experience was because throughout the filming we never got to see each other at yeah. all. Um, only when we have filming going on and so that was a bit weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, thank God. They're good. They're doing really well. And um, yeah. like I was saying, we were at an event uh, last Friday night here on Purpose, which is all about leaders in diversity, which you were hosting, your, your little pocket rocket you. And, <laughs> um, and That Mama, was my first time, by the yeah. way, doing, actually hosting something like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely – a lot of fun up there on that stage. I think I enjoyed myself too much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing that I loved, your mum and your family were all there to support you and I, I actually was sitting not far from your mum and I was like I was watching her and watching the response to because it was a very <laughs> diverse um, panel. Um, yeah. And um, she was there nodding her head and agreeing to everything and I thought that was so beautiful to watch. And, and see. Yeah. Mm. Oh, look, it was, you know, it means a lot when they do rock up to these events. And in, although they might not understand, like my mum, um, I guess she probably struggled with Eleganza story the most. Yeah. You know, she's like, well, you're born as a man. Why do you want to change to a woman? Yeah. And it's just that old mentality where they don't understand. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, and even my eldest sister was there with her hubby and, you know, they're, 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 um, born again Christians and um, the fact that they've you know come and yeah. we have Becky Bauer who's a pastor and founder mm. of the Melbourne Inclusive Church you know they were really keen to see her so the fact that they're you know open-minded and I think that's that is a beautiful thing is that when you're actually open-minded to think of you know you can try and try and understand or try and sympathize or try and you know and you might not get it yeah but at least I think if you try yeah then that's always a step forward. Yeah, and there were some incredible stories shared that night. And, oh, wasn't it and just amazing? And there was not a dry eye in the house, I have to say. So um, credit to you and the team for that. It was um, a really great event. Yeah, thank you. And it was a, it was an idea that came because I attended the first here on purpose. Mm. And so um, I think, you know, during our time on the show when we had a lot of people reach out to us for whatever reasons, uh, it just, you know, I really wanted to continue the conversation. Yeah. And the conversation I really want to have is around, you know, faith and diversity and mm. how can we come together in spite of our 
differences because I guess what I've noticed is that so many families are just torn because they simply don't understand or because their belief tells them otherwise rather than trying to, you know, understand your child um, over, you know, and, 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 you know, uh, faith and and beliefs is something that you really, it's very hard to try and shift um, those in with, you know, because they're so, they're instilled inside of you. So it's so hard to shift those beliefs um yeah so I maybe that will be my next conversation to be like you know um I think what did I want to call it you know maybe faith of diversity or you know leaders of leaders of faith yeah actually yeah leaders of faith would be I think a really really interesting one and we'll get Israel Folau up there and we can have Tony <laughs> Abbott we can have Becky Bauer like let's do the whole shebang oh right? wow okay I want to see that panel <laughs> <laughs> yes me too <laughs> I won't moderate. I'll I'll be in, I'll be in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you were talking about your self love course. Tell us what's that what that's all about and um, how people can get involved. Yeah, so my self love course is something that I've put together. Uh, you know, I guess um, personal development is something that I've been involved in um, for the last thirteen years, and it really started. Um, you know, I, I, I suffered with a, a mass. You know. Um, an eating disorder for a really, really long time. Um, and so uh, I guess my journey was just work in progress and, um, and I, you know, learned a lot of tools and techniques over the years to really help me maintain a healthy mindset. And um, it was just something I felt really called to do and I really felt um, the urge to put together a program and I thought I'll see how it goes and, you know, after the first couple of rounds, I just had such amazing feedback. So it's a beautiful seven days. I run it online so people can join in from anywhere yeah. across the country, from Darwin, from Perth, from the Gold Coast. And uh, every day I um, have, you know, I introduce new tools and techniques that are really quite simple but so powerful. Mm. And I think I failed to realise how powerful it was until the feedback. I mean, one of the girls who just recently did my course, she was on anti-anxiety tablets and antidepressants for eight years. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, um, someone who, do, who has anxiety and, and antidepressants or been on them may not have the same experience, yeah. but this was her experience. And she's actually off them completely. Um, we, she did the course with us back in uh, January mm-hmm. and, um, and she still hasn't jumped back on her antidepressants. And so um, it's just, yeah, really, really beautiful I think yeah it, it's we we get so caught up with life and going 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 mm. that sometimes we forget just to take time and to like really nourish our soul and you know fill our cup we're continuously emptying out mm. our cup and so when you just start you you know your morning with gratitude and journaling and met and you know and, and and meditating and doing a little bit of breath work like some of these things we know of except we don't implement them into our lives. And so I really, you know, take people through that process of introducing them and making time and how important it is to the, to do, you know, the practices um, and tools and techniques that I teach. And so, yeah, it's really, it's a beautiful week. Um, people can join um I guess they can follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, or we've got the I've got a website. We've got a website called Jojo and 
jazz.com.au mm-hmm. and so I've got the course of the next dates up there. Okay. Um, or they can follow us on our Facebook or through Instagram, which is also Jojo and Jazz.official on both Facebook and Instagram. Sounds awesome. I think yeah. I might sign up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like honestly, it's such a beautiful week and I, I think I um I after the first when I first did my first course, um I finished that week and I was I was overwhelmed yeah. with just the feedback and just seeing, you know, one of my girls, another girl who reached out to us during the show, during Pride and Prejudice, and, um, you know, and I always try and support people as much as possible, probably sometimes too much, <laughs> but um, I just genuinely care yeah. for people and I really, I, I think we, we fail to see how amazing we are as mm. individuals and we, we spend so much time time trying to be someone else, trying to make people happy for all the wrong reasons. And so, you know, we ultimately really abandon ourselves. And, yeah, it's just been it's, – I've really enjoyed just sort of working with people, coaching people and just, you know, allowing them to see, you know, their awesomeness within themselves. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, now, um, what what's your mission when it comes to um, this self-love uh course how many people do you want to reach and and what do you what do you want to achieve with that well I would love to reach um if you know I'd love to if I could reach 50 people a month yeah um I mean ultimately oh look I I after you know trialing it out and seeing how powerful it is I I I just want to reach as many people as possible so you know that's 10,000 a month you know if I could do 10,000 within the first year which is a big call (laughs) it's a big number um but yeah no look look let's get to our first hundred and I think when you you know when you work with say 100 people then that has a role on effect Mm. so each person that you work with then actually has the ability to also um you know really influence and impact someone else yeah and um yeah I guess um, I'm looking at ways on how I can um, take my program further. You know, I, I come from a, a recruitment background and I've done a lot of work in employment services. So, um, you know, I, I would love to be able to even run my program, um, you know, um, with people that I guess that are suffering with, um, you know, maybe mental health or, um, you know, I guess and the thing is I'm not, um, I'm not a, and I always make the disclaimer, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, I'm not yep. a practitioner. Um, I'm just someone that's really passionate about supporting people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think uh, it's just, yeah, I would love to impact as many people as possible, thousands, millions. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking if if you reach that many people, the ripple effect that's going to have, you know, um, on the people around them because um, yeah. once we love ourselves, then it makes it a lot easier to love others and, and to be kind to them. I think, you know, and that's the most important thing is loving ourselves Mm. and um, people sometimes might see it as an egotistical type of way, oh, I love myself, and it's definitely not that. It's actually that you honour, truly honour who you are and you respect who you are and that you actually put yourself first in, and, and I think it needs to be sometimes in a selfish way. Mm. And I think sometimes when we do put ourselves first, we feel selfish it's because we're so used to putting everyone else first. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, and I think, yeah, just like it's really about tapping in and listening 
to our own soul, listening to our gut and just listening to ourselves. We don't, we don't tap in and go, does this feel right? You know, so I guide people on, you know, you know, teaching them how to tap into the, to their intuition and really mm. connecting with their gut um, or, you know, working on forgiveness. And I think forgiveness is such a powerful oh, yeah. thing, tool to have. Um, and I think forgiveness is probably something that's really probably helped me over the years is mm. that I think it's really sacred to have a forgiving heart. I think mm. it's really, it really helps us because then we can learn to let go of the things that no longer serve us. Yes. And let it be done. And, you know, sometimes it's not about forgiving um, people that have harmed you or hurt you or done bad by you. Sometimes it's just forgiving yourself, yes. holding on to those feelings and to those emotions and, you know, into that blame. And so how do we find peace in those, you know, situations that have really, really um, impacted us and maybe, you know, ultimately ruined our life? How do we find peace in that? Mm. And sometimes it's just having, making a, a conscious decision and every day, and you know, releasing, you know, the guilt, the shame, you know, calling on forgiveness and whatever it is that you want in your life, it's about calling that into your life and claiming it. I think it's why it sometimes can be quite simple, but we just as humans complicate oh, everything. So much, so, so much. <laughs> We're complicated beings. Oh, God, I could just sit with you all day and just talk about this stuff. Like when you and I get together, it's just like magnets anyway. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, how long do we have? Yeah. You ask me a question and it will be a 10-minute answer. <laughs> Sorry. Don't apologise. But I, I am going to ask one question of you um, and I ask every guest on the podcast this because I think it's pretty profound and I'd love to hear your answer and I think it's going to be pretty amazing. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? The change, the change, the change I'd like to see in the world. Um, yeah, look, I think there's so many changes that could take place in this world and I think um, when we're looking at, you know, how do we change the world, it's a really, you know, profound question because how do you change the world? Mm. And I think at times, you know, it's not even about changing the world, I think when we change the world around us, you know, then the world, you know, we change our world, then the world around us will change. Yes. And so I think sometimes ultimately when we just, um, you know, focusing on how can we be a better person, how can we, you know, um, I, I think what's really missing in this world is humanity, mm. is really caring for each other, is actually loving one another, it's being kind to each other and I think I'd love to see a, just a lot more love and like mm. I said I think when we learn to love ourselves and honour ourselves it allows us to really love each other and be kind and not be selfish and not be greedy and you know like for instance like you look at what's happening in the shops at the moment with this oh, coronavirus yeah. <laughs> and people are going and stockpiling and which is you know it, to me, it's such a selfish mentality. Let's go stock up, mm. you know. But unfortunately, like if you look at the people that can't stock up, or people that live pay to pay, people that are unemployed, mm. people that, you know, that are on the dole, you know, they can't afford to stock up. And mm. so, you know, it's we, 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 we're in this really 
um, this real selfish mentality where we just care about ourselves. And I think it's so, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of love that needs to be shared around. And I think, I think I would just feel that, you know, loving ourselves and as, as corny as it sounds, I think when we, when we learn to really truly honor in, in, in a, in a profound sacred way, Mm. and that's not selfish and that's really being considerate of everyone else. I think it's a huge step forward. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you can change the world. <laughs> I think we just need to change ourselves and then the world around us. Yeah. Change. Um, I always yeah. say it's, um, we're, well, I'm on a mission of collective change and I think that's how we become one. So that's what this podcast is all about. And I think definitely through what you do, you're, you're one person at a time, you're helping make that change collectively. So, yeah. And, and what, you know, I think for, you know, my mission, um, because a lot of people reach out to us mm. all the time and um, it's like uh, the way I have sort of seen what's going on is that we are so caught up with just wanting to talk and complain about our life and cry me a river mm. and, we, but you know, we, 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 we don't want to do anything about it. We want to sit and complain about mm. what's going on. Yeah. We want to sit and complain about, you know, what was, you know, what was done wrong by me but it's like we don't want to take steps to actually heal. Yeah. Um, or maybe so we don't know how to take the steps. Yeah. And, you know, even with our self-love course, if I've put together this beautiful sacred course and, you know, either people want things for free or mm. um or they're not willing to do the work and yeah it's like you cannot expect change if you don't make change exactly you, know? you have to make changes within yourself in order to expect change so so true oh jojo i <laughs> have to thank you for joining me today on the ethical evolution um, and I can't wait to see um, all the people who you change through the Your Self Love course. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank you so much for having me. It's, yeah, it's really beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker, or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, Visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.